Salwate de Skibli. Welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. Today, I am going to be doing a bunch of medical terminology. We're veering away from the legal, going back to the medical, just riffing off of a bunch of words. And I want to talk about itis. I want to talk all about inflammation in this case. So if you're interested, because we got a lot of itis words, we got endocarditis, we got myocarditis, we have hepatitis, we have sinusitis, arthritis, allergitis. If you're interested in understanding those both in terms of their definitions and their etymological definitions, then would love for you to join. And uh, yeah, without further ado, have to plug my Spotify and or Apple podcast, Latin and layman's the rhetoric revolution. Appreciate all you guys for your support and helping head that rhetoric revolution that, you know what we're going ho about, at least I am. I don't know about you guys, but would appreciate that support. If you haven't already first one we'll get into here is arthritis coming from the Greek arthron, meaning joint and itis referring to inflammation. After a while, I probably won't even say refer to itis as inflammation because we'll just be talking about itis in every single one of these aspects. Arthro, again, joint. What is arthritis? Well, according to Almighty Google, it's a chronic inflammatory disorder affecting the joints, often causing pain and stiffness. It sounds like arthritis of the joints, in my opinion. Next one. Gastritis, which is inflammation of the lining of the stomach, coming from the Greek gaster, meaning stomach. This is where we get gusto from. This is where we get gastric, gastroenterologist, gastrointestinal um, tract. Itis, again, referring to inflammation of. Sinusitis, sinus, coming from the Greek sinus meaning channel and itis referring to inflammation of. So inflammation of the channel. And if you look at sinuses, there are a bunch of channels going all around that noggin of yours. Periodontitis. Periodontitis. Peri means around. Um, and oton, well, it, it, it comes from two abbreviated forms, then assimilating together to get, create the Greek Periotontionin, and really not good pronunciation there, but it's spelled peri, P-E-R-I-T-O-N-A-I-O-N, referring to the membrane covering the intestines, right? Um, um, Tonionin, whatever, refers to intestines. Peri means around, so it's the membrane around the intestines, aka covering it. Um, so this is the inflammation of the membranes lining the abdominal cavity. If you didn't know, now you know. Appendicitis coming from the uh, Greek appendis, referring to appendage, and itis referring to inflammation of. This is the inflammation of the appendix. If you didn't know, now you know. Bronchitis. Unfortunately, nobody ain't got no time for bronchitis, but some people have to deal with it still refers to the inflammation of the bronchii, the passages that carry air to and from the lungs, coming from the Greek bronchus, meaning windpipe, and itis referring to inflammation, so inflammation of the windpipe. Allergitis. This refers to an allergic reaction often characterized by inflammation. 
of the skin or other airways. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek roots alos, meaning other, and um, itis, meaning inflammation of. Um, this is where we get alos, looking at parallel, parallelalos, parallel, para means alongside, and alos means other. Parallel lines are alongside the other, and that's what they are. Colitis, col. Itis refers to inflammation of the colon. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek words colo, meaning large intestine, and itis referring to inflammation of. As you can see, like I always like to reiterate, these English words, these fancy-dancy words, are just a culmination of Latin and Greek, predominantly Greek in this case, but they're just smushed together. Two aspects of a Greek word make the English word. Don't tell me that this is a dead language because it really isn't because we're speaking it right now. We're, we're deliberating on it. We're considering it both etymologically and its definition that we refer to in our modern world. Dermatitis. Dermatitis, any inflammation of the skin. Sometimes I get contact dermatitis from uh, certain things that touch my skin, create that allergic response, the inflammation of. Think about stinging nettle, for instance. Maybe uh, you have a reaction where your body will immediately respond to the that stuff and uh, create like a red swelling. That's what happens when I touch stinging nettle. That's what happened the first time I did so, and I had no idea what was going on. Dermatitis, though, comes from the Greek derm skin, itis, inflammation of. Dermatologist, derma, um, dermat. Um, uh, what's another one? Uh, I don't know. We'll continue on. Endocarditis. Endo, meaning within. Card, referring to heart. And itis, referring to inflammation of. Etymologically, it's the inflammation of the inner heart muscle, essentially. And according to Google, it is the inflammation of the inner lining of the heart. Next one we have here is hepatitis. Hepatitis, hepar, in the Greek means liver, and itis means inflammation of. Hepatitis is inflammation of the liver, usually caused by a virus or an infection. Yep, if you didn't know, hepatitis, the reason why they call it that is because the predominant symptom is the inflammation of the liver when you have hepatitis. Meningitis, this is the inflammation of the meninges, the membrane covering the brain and the spinal cord. Um, usually caused by an infection. These can be really bad as well. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek root men, meninge, mening, M-E-N-I-N-G, meaning membrane, and itis meaning inflammation of. If you didn't know, now you know, because that just means the inflammation of the membranes. Myocarditis, myo meaning muscle, card referring to heart from cardio, and itis meaning inflammation of. This is, refers to the inflammation of the heart muscle, usually caused by an, a virus, but they've been talking a lot about that since um, the vaccine and all that stuff and how it causes complications and just be well-researched if you're ever going to do that kind of stuff. Um, next one we have here is nephritis. Nephritis is inflammation of the kidneys. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek root nephro, meaning kidney, and itis inflammation of pericarditis. Peri means around, cardio referring to heart, itis, inflammation of, pericarditis, inflammation around the heart, and this is, according to Almighty Google, the inflammation of the membrane surrounding the heart.
prostatitis. Prostatitis is our next one here. Inflammation of the prostate gland caused usually by an infection. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek root prostata, meaning prostate, and itis referring to inflammation of. Sounds like etymologically and or the Google equivalent both refer to the same thing. Urethritis. This is the inflammation of the urethra caused usually by an infection as well. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek root, euthra, coming from the, or referring to euthra. Why am I struggling to say that word now? Euthria. And I, I just referring to the inflammation of. Next one and last one here, tendonitis. Inflammation of the tendons, usually caused by overuse or injury thereafter. Um, etymologically, it comes from the Greek word tendo, meaning tendon. Um, this is in the Latin. This is where we get ten, tendere, um, which means tension to, to teno, tenere, not tendo, tendere. It's teno, tenere, which means to hold and or stretch. That's what a tendon does. It kind of holds and stretches muscles uh, um, and fixated on the bone itself uh, and joints. So if you didn't know, now you know. I'm going to leave it there. Lots of words for you guys to consider in a very uh, shorter episode. So if you learned something new, would really appreciate that love and support that I had mentioned prior in the beginning of the episode. But at the end of the day, I appreciate you guys. Thank you again for your inquisitive nature and knowledge and wanting to learn more. Tempo Sest, to Skeleton.